What is the remaining outlook for the Gophers basketball team for the men's side of things? We're going to dive into that today and how critical the next four games could be for Minnesota in their long-term tourney hopes. You are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And we are talking today about Gophers men's basketball because they drop a tough game against Michigan State. But does that mean they're out? Are they down and out for the count? No, I don't think so. I think they still have a chance. So we're going to talk about what that outlook looks like. We're also going to talk about what was disappointing but still impressive in the Michigan State game. And then finally, how critical the next four games could be for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the fun. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube and give that uh, video a thumbs up over on YouTube so others can find the video. But let me know what you're worried about, what you have concerns about, or what you're still encouraged about with this Gophers men's basketball team. Now, today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app and create an account and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Now, first off, someone uh, on uh, on Twitter, a listener of the show, had messaged me and asked me basically – this question and it gave me insights on let's dive into it. Let's talk about it. Let's use it as a segment for the show. So they kind of asked, how do you see the rest of the men's hoop season playing out and what should be our expectations? What should we be thinking about for this season? Now, this was submitted by an everydayer. So thank you to all of you who listen to this show consistently on the daily and tap into the Gophers each and every day, whether it be basketball, football, and hopefully we'll sprinkle in some more hockey. I've still been dropping the ball on that front, but Dylan Lux has been busy. I've been busy. And so things have just been a little bit off for us there. But that being said, it was a fantastic question since the season started out fairly strong for the Gophers, but after losing three in a row, it might be starting to cause some worry for some folks out there. Now it was easy to forget about how easy that non-conference schedule was or the early year schedule, I like to say, because we still had a couple of Big Ten games in there. But overall, it was a very favorable schedule for the Gophers when you look at it for the big scheme of things. Now, the only games of real consequence in there, the ones that could really help make or break your record or your resume for a tournament were Missouri, San Francisco, Nebraska, and Ohio State. Four games in the prior to January 1st uh, scheduling that really had any huge positive implications or possible positive implications for the Gophers basketball team. And in those four games, the Gophers went one and three. So it doesn't really play to the positive favor for the Gophers. And it really stinks because that Missouri game should have been a win, but you dropped a 20 point lead in the second half. The Ohio State could have been a win, not should have, but could have been a win if you showed up a little bit earlier as opposed to getting uh, too far behind and then trying to claw back all the way towards the end of the game. 
Yeah, yes, there were moments that were littered throughout those games in which you had bright spots, especially against Ohio State and Missouri. Now, one could even argue that the Gophers could have won both of those games, like I said, but overall, the the late start in the Ohio game and the the kind of fumbling of the bag in the Missouri game just were too much for the Gophers. Now, that said, bright spots or not, a loss is still a loss when it comes to your record and your tournament resume. So it doesn't matter if there were those little moments. In the end, it doesn't play to our favor. The only losses this season that it felt like Minnesota really hasn't had a chance to win the game, didn't really have an opportunity to win the game. It looked like they were basically cooked from start to finish for the most part. Again, of course, there are little blips here and there. But that was against San Francisco, where we just looked out of sorts the entire game. And then recently against Iowa, I think every time Minnesota had momentum, when they had little spurts of getting things together, I would find a way to shut it down. And all of a sudden, the lead is seven to nine points throughout the entire night. So I think those two games so far were the only two games so far in this entire season in which the Gophers have played, what, 18 games now, and two of them have been out of hand. It's a little bit different than last year where we saw the Gophers get out of hand quite a lot. So you're seeing this team has improved drastically. You're seeing that uh, over the last two years, yes, there were struggles, but this team is not the same team of the last two years, especially in terms of depth, in terms of upside, and in terms of competitiveness. Now, that being said, this team still has a ways to go if they want a shot at playing in the NCAA tournament. Now, heading into the season, I had personally predicted that the Gophers would finish 11th in the conference ahead of Penn State, ahead of Nebraska, and ahead of Michigan. Now, I was extremely wrong on Nebraska, as we are all figuring out, and they're making some noise, but Minnesota has made some slight noise as well with their improvements. So overall, my rankings could end up completely incorrect, but I still have Minnesota probably around that 9, 10, 11 range when it comes to finishing the season in the Big Ten. And that might not be what some Gophers fans want to hear. Some might want to hear me say that they could be in that seventh area or something like that. But I don't think they can at this point. Some might want to hear me say, no, they're not good enough. They're going to be lower than that. But I think they can literally be in that 9 to 11 range, depending on how they close out this season. Now, could nine teams get in from the Big Ten? Possibly. But it comes down to how competitive this Big Ten conference is overall. And right now, there's only three teams that have really been ranked consistently for the Big Ten in this year. So it's tough. You might need to pull off an upset against one of those teams in order to make some noise for yourself or a good case for yourself, even if you get close in the wins. So clearly ahead of Minnesota, in my opinion, is still Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Michigan State, and I threw Ohio State in there. That's six schools that, in my opinion, are clearly ahead of Minnesota in this conference when it comes to just the talent they have, the depth they have, and how they play the game. Now, I could be wrong on Ohio State there, but I just see it that way as of right now. The next grouping, in my opinion, is Nebraska, Indiana, Rutgers, Iowa, and Minnesota. Those five teams all have a case to be in that 11th would put them there or 7th range, 11th through 7th. So the high end, maybe you can be 7th as Minnesota, but you still got to outdo Nebraska, who is hot right now, outdo Iowa, who is getting it together, and then fend off a Rutgers team that seems like they're starting to figure some things out and get a win against Indiana again. So there's lots of things still up in the air for the Gophers, but I do think they're in that top 11 of sorts. And then the bottom being Maryland, Michigan, and Penn State. Now, if Minnesota can win 
both games against Penn State, Rutgers, and Ohio State, then I think that overall they're going to start to make a case for themselves, start to make maybe an opportunity to try and still fight for the tournament run. Now, at this point in time, the Gophers still need about seven or eight more wins to even be in consideration for a tournament bid. So again, both Penn State games, that gives you two. Rutgers and then Ohio State, that gives you four. That means you still have to win three or four more games on the season in order to put your name in the conversation before people start looking at resumes and who could be the last four in and so what and so forth. Now, you look at those four, if you can pull those four wins off, you also need to split against Northwestern at the minimum and then pull off the other wins against Indiana and Michigan State. So you need to split with those two schools as well. If you get that done, that's seven wins right there. That puts you at, what, 19 wins on the season. And I have been a, a, a person that says if you can get to 19 or 20 wins on the season, you will be in the conversation for the big t- or for the NCAA tournament, and it could come down to how you play in the Big Ten tournament. Getting a win there, getting two wins there, might be able to get you easily into that combo. But overall, Like I said, that puts Minnesota right on the edge of possible tourney play if you get that done, if you handle business. Now, that could could still happen. You get Michigan State at home. You get Indiana at home. You could hopefully split with Northwestern, which means you have a home game. If you can get a home court advantage, get those three wins, win both against Penn State, who is at the bottom of the conference right now, and then put away Ohio State again at home, and then you get a Rutgers game. If you can do all that, that's seven more wins. That is huge, and that puts you in the conversation. So all hope is not lost quite yet. Now, it's a tough feat, but at the same time, it is possible. Then Minnesota has the opportunity to make some noise if they can pull off an upset in somewhere in there, whether it be against Wisconsin, whether it be against Purdue, Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois. You have five games in there where you can still try to make some noise and maybe even boost that resume a little bit more. Now, the range of outcomes is pretty drastic, in my opinion, when it comes to this Gophers team, because depending on how the season plays out, It could be a huge factor, and health is going to be a number one factor there because this Minnesota team could finish around 21, 22 wins if they can really get it together, or I could see this Minnesota team only winning about four more games for the rest of the season if they can't get it back in shape, get it together, and stay healthy. Now, that range, like I said, is really drastic, and Minnesota's health will be important, but how the season fully plays out could be huge on how the Gophers move forward long-term with this coaching staff who stays on campus and all of that. So the Gophers have to find a way to rally and get it together. The most realistic outcome, in my opinion, is probably about five or six more wins in an NIT appearance, but I'm still hoping, I'm holding out hope that the Gophers can get it done and find a way to the tourney. Now we're going to talk about what was disappointing in that Michigan State loss, but even though they lost the game, it was somehow still slightly impressive. I'm going to tell you why coming up next. First, let's talk about our friends over at FanDuel who have an amazing deal for new customers at this moment in time. And that is if you put a $5 bet down, just a $5 bet on anything, 
you are guaranteed $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's right. That's free money going straight to your bank. $150 in bonus bets that you can use on future plays to rack up the wins and then transfer those winnings over in profit. That means right now you can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed off of any $5 bet. It sounds like a winning deal to me. And if it's free, it's me. It's not quite free. It's $5, but it's right there. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And you can go in there and you can try out their new explore tab to get different ideas on the bets you could place. Live game, same game parlays that they have. They have a parlay hub. They have uh, spreads, player props, so much more that you can check out over at FanDuel.com slash locked on and take advantage of that $150 guaranteed with any $5 bet placed at FanDuel. All right, Gopher Saints, let's talk about this Michigan State game because, you know what, the Gophers lost. It is disappointing. It was three losses in a row. But somehow through the disappointment, through the loss itself, this was still an impressive game by what the Gophers were able to stay in for the most part. And now how can you how can you be impressive while still disappointing, while still losing the game? Well, yes, it dropped its third straight game, but Minnesota was in a fight and really could have won this game. Yes, that is disappointing, and that is frustrating that they didn't and they could have but if you start to look at what actually happened in this game even in the fact that Elijah Hawkins was out due to injury did not play in this game probably the second most important player maybe the first most important player to this Minnesota team Cam Christie was out in this game now he had foul trouble all game ends up falling out early into the second half I believe with 11 minutes remaining still a huge player for the Gophers that I thought would have going to see a lot more minutes because Elijah Hawkins was out because they needed more scoring because he had some facilitating abilities but he was in foul trouble the entire game and couldn't really stay on the floor on top of that he wasn't the only one in foul trouble Pharrell Payne had minimal minutes in this game due to foul trouble and then on top of that you're turning the ball over like it's water like you don't want it like you're playing giveaway at the same time you had 19 turnovers 19 turnovers given up. That is far too many in any type of game. So you'd hope, oh, well, at least hopefully they got some steals back. So both teams were sloppy. No, 19 turnovers, only four takeaways. That was the differential in this game. But somehow with all of that in the friendliest refs you have ever seen in your life in favor of Michigan State, you had all of that together. And Minnesota was still in a two-point game with just over two minutes remaining in the game. Now, the scoreboard and the end looked a lot worse than what it ended up being, but two-point game with just over two minutes left and all of those different factors that I just listed for you. And yes, people complain about the refs all the time. I try not to complain about the refs in games like this, but when you're talking about Cam Christie's fifth foul, which might have been the softest call I've ever seen, a ghost phantom call that he gets fouled out on, crazy. You talk about Carrington's block. That was clearly a block, so much so that in multiple replays, even the announcers were like, man, that was an amazing play. So great effort. That looks like a block to me. He got there before the ball got on the, or on the backboard. He didn't really touch anybody. This looks like a block to me. All of a sudden, the refs are like, not only are we going to call goaltending, we're going to call a foul on Carrington for an and one opportunity. Absurd. Disgraceful. The refing was poor. 
in this game. And I'm not saying Minnesota didn't foul. I'm just saying that the disparity on what was a foul for one team as opposed to the other was just downright wrong. So even with all of that, a two-point game with just over two minutes left, that shows you this team can fight and has the ability, but now you have to clean it up. You have to get back on track. You have to bounce back and win games because if you don't cut down on the turnovers, or if you do cut down on the turnovers in this game and you keep your key players on the floor away from foul trouble, who knows what happens in this game? Now, luckily, we might get to find that out in two weeks here in the barn, a home game versus Michigan State, and hopefully Gophers fans show out so that way the Gophers can get it back on track and pull out a win that is going to be much needed. So, yes, this loss is frustrating. Yes, three losses in a row is concerning. But at the same time, it is not time to abandon ship at this point in the season. And this season still could go a number of different ways for the Gophers. So let's hone in on the immediate future. Let's talk about the next four games, which could be the most important games on what the Gophers' outlook is for this season. We're going to talk about that and more coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Game Time. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, and that is for a reason because Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. That is why it is my favorite out there. You get to see your seat view before you order or actually purchase any tickets so you know exactly what to expect before you get there. And on top of that, all in prices. You can go to the all in price mode and all of a sudden you see your total up front. You don't have to worry about hidden fees. You don't have to worry about all the extra adds. No, it's right there. You know what price you're paying and you pay it, pay it and you know what you're getting from the seat as well. You can't go wrong there. And plus this app is known for its best deals at the last minute. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. They say that for a reason because you can go and find deals all the way up to the game time of the event, even one hour into the game time of the event. So you don't have to worry about it. Go snag some deals, snag some tickets over at game time and download the game time app, create an account and use promo code locked on for $20 off your order. Again, that's promo code locked on for $20 off your order over at game time. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Gophers fans, we are wrapping up with priority games. These next four are the priority of the season, in my opinion. They have to they have to go out there aggressively. They have to get back on track. They have to get some wins in order to put their name into a tournament conversation. Now, rather than worrying about the long term, Minnesota has to lock in at one game at a time. And the next game up is indeed against Wisconsin. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a battle. Wisconsin is ranked number 11 in the country for a reason. And luckily, the game is at home. So hopefully the fans will show out and give Minnesota some sort of advantage like we felt at the barn in multiple occasions this year, including the Nebraska game. Minnesota is going to need all the momentum that they can get, especially if Elijah Hawkins is unable to play. Now, rivalry games always add extra fire, but I am not sure if Minnesota can overcome this Wisconsin team if Hawkins isn't out there on the floor. Now, if he is, maybe they have a shot, but regardless, it's going to be a tall task no matter who is healthy and ready to go for this Gopher squad. Now, after the Wisconsin matchup, that's where it really gets into the nitty-gritty. After that, you have to win at least two of your next three, in my opinion. 
Penn State needs to be a win. No excuses, no ifs, no ands, no buts. You got to get it done. We talked about how in the Big Ten, it always clusters up. It's always a jumble in the middle and all these teams fighting for seeding and opportunities. It's going to be the same again this year. You can already see it starting to play out. But to remain in contention, to remain in the top of that cluster, you have to beat the teams that are seen as under you. And Penn State is seen as one of the worst teams in the Big Ten right now. So you have to capitalize. You have to sweep that series. And that starts on the road at Penn State coming up after the Wisconsin game. You have to go out there and win it. So that that gives you maybe 1-1 one one in these next two games, hopefully 2-0, and oh, but one and one maybe, and then you have two games remaining. You have to win one of them in order to put your best foot forward when it comes to trying to make a run at attorney, trying to make a run at a higher seed in the Big Ten. All of that comes on this next four-game stretch, in my opinion, because Penn State is a needed win. Then you have Northwestern and you have Michigan State, and you have to win at least one. Or if you can pull off both, run three wins in a row, Penn State, Northwestern, Michigan State, that puts you into the driver's seat as far as trying to continue that momentum and have a better season than what most would anticipate. This stretch of four games could be critical for Minnesota, and it all starts against Wisconsin. Now, the biggest factor, in my opinion, for the season is this four-game stretch. And if Minnesota can bounce back, they can put their names back into the conversation for maybe being an underdog to the tournament. If they can't, if they don't win at least two of these games, I think an NIT appearance is probably the best-case scenario for Minnesota. Hopefully, they don't fall too far off track where it starts to get into the territory of, oh my gosh, are we going to be in the cellar again? I don't think this team's going to do that. I think there's a lot more hope than that. I think there's a lot more talent than that. We've seen that firsthand. As long as everyone can stay healthy, I do think this Minnesota team will be right around 500 and possibly could be a couple games ahead of 500 if they can get it together and get right. The next four games are going to be huge. And how Minnesota, if they can bounce back and respond, that now is the time. Now is the time more than any. And if you don't, then you might get left behind. That's going to do it for us today on Lockdown Golden Gophers. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate y'all tapping in. I appreciate y'all following. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Drop in the comments what you're thinking, which games you think Minnesota will win next. And we're going to talk a little bit more football later. So definitely be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that moving forward. I appreciate all of y'all for listening. Roll the boats, got you my go Gophers, and all that stuff. And don't forget to subscribe.